Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. So let's get started. And remember, it's not my fault. Some things are just not explainable. It, you know, these oddball things happen to me all the time. Don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know who you're going to be with or where it's going to be at. It's just out of the blue. For example, I had a business meeting. It concluded. We decided we we're going to go out and kind of extend it to go down to a local private club you know, down the road from where we were working. Uh, you know, have you know a few beverages and just literally continue this this meeting. Uh, a business acquaintance, Dee Dee, gets in a car with me, and we decide we're all going to ride down together. And it's just her and I in the car, not thinking too much about it. So we come to this private club, and I'm not a member, neither is Dee Dee. So one of the things that was prearranged is like, okay, you're going to go in here, and you're going to get in by way of three or four people that were with us that can sign you in because if you're not a member of the club you can't get in so we do we you know we, we park the car and Dee, Dee and I get out and we go across the park lot and you know just as we get out of the car it's just neck man she's really looking at me like her and her she's looking at Dee, Dee and I I don't know if she's looking at me at this time or not so it's like, all right, I don't know what's happening. Maybe this person knows me. Like I said, you know, I'm a fairly public figure in the local scenario. You know, there's there people know me and I can't remember their names. Number one, I have a bad memory. Number two, sometimes when I'm doing these speaking engagements, there might be 500 or 1,000 people in front of me. They, they're looking at me and I'm like, I can't remember all of their names. We're walking across the parking lot. His neck is on us, just on us, and she's right behind us. So I thought, well, maybe nothing else. She's a member, you know, she'll just get us right in, sign us through the door. You, you enter this room from the outside to get into this private club. You go through the outside door and you step into this room. Now, nothing's locked except for the door to get into the actual club. And there's a little buzzer system. You, you know, you push the buzzer, the buzzer rings, and you have to wait there for a minute. And I'm sure. The wait wasn't that long, but it happens right there. There's me, Dee Dee, and this other lady who I don't know. And she's still necking me hard, looking at me up and down, looking at Dee Dee up and down. All of a sudden, the neck says, you don't remember me, do you? Like, no, I've got a pretty bad memory. I'm sorry, I, I don't remember you. The neck's like, I remember you, you're Max, and you work over there at that place, and you do this. And it's like, yeah, I said, you're right, but I'm sorry, you know, I just, I just don't remember you. I mean, I can't, I can't place you. How, you know, how do we meet? It's like, you don't remember the weekend we spent together. Now, at this time, Dee Dee's getting a little, what's going on? kind of thing happening with her. I'm, again, she's not saying that. She hasn't said a word. This is Dee Dee. It's just the neck and I talking. And I'm pretty sure the neck believes that Dee Dee is my wife or girlfriend. Uh, I don't 
think she thought it was my sister because we are going into a private club where you have to be you know 21 years old or more you know things are just looking normal but now this like minute stand there in this room it's getting turns into like five days i'm my skin's crawling who is this person they know all about me and she says you just can't remember the weekend we spent together now far be it from me you know i'm a, I'm a guy i just but i don't remember you I said, no, I, where was this weekend spent at? And she said, Rhode Island. I said, Rhode Island? I said, I don't know if I've ever been to Rhode Island. She's like, yeah, we spent the weekend with you. I spent the weekend with you. We were there all weekend long. I'm like, what? Give me some more information about this. I'm sorry. If I spent the weekend with you, I really do want to know what happened. She's like, well, we met at the airport. Now, this is a little tiny airport, I'm suspecting. I don't know where we, which airport. She didn't specify. And we became friends on the airplane. And we ended up in Rhode Island, this town, city, whatever. So we were going there for a college football game. I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. This college has never played a football game in Rhode Island. I'm thinking this. So, so how long ago was this? And she's like, well, you know, a couple of football seasons ago, whenever, whenever, you know, the they last played this this team in Rhode Island, I was like, wow, this is wrong. This cannot be. There's there's no way, right? I've never been to Rhode Island. These teams have never played each other, especially in Rhode Island, right? And now all of a sudden, she's like getting a little miffed. I I didn't say this whole thing about never playing out loud. I'm thinking this in my head. And uh, Dee Dee, you know, she's starting to stare at Dee Dee, and Dee Dee's kind of looking at her and looking at me, and I'm half shrugging my shoulders, hoping she doesn't see me, you know, I don't know what's going on here, and get really, really tense. And all of a sudden, the buzzer buzzes and opens us in, opens us up to go into to the, uh, to the club. And I'm telling you, it felt like I was in there a year. So, all right, this is over. You know, the net goes over, sets at a bar. And I look around, and it's like this quasi-biker gang thing over there. What? I'm going in here to have kind of like a business meeting. I'm not going in here to be, you know, drinking or eating food or dancing or anything like that. We're just moved the meeting here. And now there's a biker gang with this chick that says she spent the weekend with me at Rhode Island. Uh, I am really, really confused. So Dee Dee starts to tell everybody, you know, all of our all of our business acquaintance about what just happened. She's like, "You you will not believe this. It's just crazy. It's like I can't believe it myself. If I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed it." Now the neck is still like honest, but she's necking us hard. Now bikers are looking. Uh, no, no, look, they're not like bikers. Like, you know, I've got a shotgun strapped to my side. I'm coming over to knife you and shoot you, kind of person. It's like. Some older guys and girls that ride motorcycles and they have their leathers on. That's about as far. They're not like threatening or anything. But just as a group, it's like, what in the world is happening with this thing? And Dee Dee's telling a story. I was like, you know, people around us are going, Max? You sure it was Max? She wasn't talking about you. And Dee Dee's like, no, no, it was Max. I don't know what all. I don't. I know this specific conversation that ensued inside this establishment. All I can tell you is one of, 
really, really uncomfortable times. And I had this lady pretty miffed at me the whole way through. Uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, I have a twin somewhere that decided to go to Rhode Island with a woman. Who knows? It's not my fault. Alice has lots of friends and has been maid of honor in lots of weddings and bed bridesmaids and many, many other weddings. This little thing happened at a wedding where Alice's best friend was getting married and having a reception in another, again, another private establishment. Um, just so happens that Alice was the maid of honor here. And as a maid of honor, for those of you who may not realize it, they have certain responsibilities. Pictures, I don't know a whole lot more than that, okay, sorry. But what I do know is, at least when we were going to weddings and Alice was maid of honors, being maid of honor, there would be time lag between the wedding and the reception. At this particular wedding, they said, go to this local establishment. It's a private club. They know you're coming. Tell them you're with the wedding party and they'll let you in. Well, this is not a good thing. I'm taking my mother-in-law to the reception and they serve adult beverages there. You can see already this is not going to go well for me. We're there an extremely long time. For whatever reason, I don't know why the wedding party decided they were going to you know, do their little thing where they drive around and scream and holler and blow the horn with the you know cans and whatever behind their car. They did that for a long time, I guess. I, I again, I was not there. I was at this private club having several adult beverages, specifically, you know, stuff with tonic in it. So we're there, and you know, I I, I like my mother-in-law. I love my mother-in-law. She's a great person, but she's very, very practical. It's like, where is everybody going? Why are they going to the bar buying liquor? Why can't they just come here and serve us liquor? She's old, old school about things. You get served at the table. You don't get up and walk around. Lots of people, long waits, lots of liquor flowing. Now, this is a cash bar, so you know I'm spending my own money. My mother-in-law's drinking Cokes, or I don't know what she's drinking. But I'm drinking vodka and tonics. And I'm putting them down pretty good. It's a hot day. And they have some like snacky kind of food, bar food, whatever there. Whatever, you know. Eating's cheating, right? Right? You just don't eat when you're drinking. It just ruins it. For the people around you, not for you. You should be eating if you're drinking. And you should be fairly active. Just got to get rid of that alcohol. Process it through your body. So all the time, he's giving you these. You know, these private clubs are, are, are really a, a good place to, to drink because they're not very expensive, okay? The drinks aren't very expensive. There's, they still cost, you know, cost a few bucks. But it's the fact that, okay, there's, you know, 100 people and this room really only holds 75. I'm with my mother-in-law. I've got to go up and get to take, go to the bar and get a drink, come back and get through the people to get to the table, to the bar. It's just, it's not simple. Like, give me booze, I'm going to drink. Well, maybe it shouldn't be either, right? So, at this time in my life, I'm a younger man than I am now, 
I was a beer drinker, and um, I like to drink beer, but I also like mixed drinks. I did a fair amount of that, too. I think to myself, hmm, let's pro solve this problem with all these people and all this back and forth to the bar. When I drink beer, I get a pitcher. Why don't I go to this bartender and see if I get a pitcher of vodka and tonics? Now, do you have been to bars where they have these little tiny pitchers? They're almost like a stein. And then there's like the next size up that has, I don't know, a stein for two. I mean, literally, it's like two drinks. And then they have, I don't know what else, but back when I was drinking these pitchers, you have these really big, huge pitchers that, you know, probably, I don't know, they were big. And that's what I'm talking about. I said to the bartender, so, you know, I'm a beer drinker. I could buy a pitcher of beer. So anyway, I buy a pitcher of vodka and tonics. The bartender's like, oh, we've never really sold a pitcher of vodka and tonic to anybody. So what size are you talking about? I said, I don't know, the big one. He's like, well, let me let me go talk to the manager, see what we can do here. He says, I wouldn't know what to charge you. He comes back, no problem, we're good to go. Pitcher of vodka and tonics, right? Yep. Oh. The best and worst thing that should could have ever happened to me. So I'm buying pitchers. Now think about it. A pitcher of vodka and tonic was 30 to 60 ounces. I, I, don't, I don't know. Three, four liters. I, I have no idea. I have no idea the volume that's in that pitcher. All I know it was cheap, full of hard liquor, and it's a hot day, and I'm with my mother-in-law. They're going down smooth. I, I probably drank two, maybe three of these pitchers by the time Alice gets there. Okay. So Alice comes in. How you doing? She has all these responsibilities, you know, pictures and stuff at the reception and the dancing and whatever. You know, the bands back then we had a live band, you know, where things are, are progressing as they're supposed to be. All of a sudden I get this feeling like, yeah. I don't feel too good. I mean, maybe I'm, you know, drinking a little too fast. I am with my mother-in-law, and I don't want to like embarrass myself. I think, yeah, I think I was, I think I was actually married at this time. I'm not sure. I was was not married long. Definitely did not have kids. But still, you know, you don't want to puke on your mother-in-law's shoes or something. That's never a good thing. So I'm thinking, oh man, I'm not feeling too well. And my mother looks at me. She could tell something's up. She's like, what's what's going on? I said, oh, you know, stomach's just a little queasy. I'm not, I'm not feeling too good. And she said, well, well why don't you just take a Tums? You'll feel better. I'm like, yeah. She didn't realize how many pitchers of hard liquor I had drank. She just never would imagine that someone would drink like that or have those issues if they did drink like that. You know, if you drink like that, you better, better be able to hold your liquor. So like I said, here's the wedding party and Alice is there and they're having fun. And, and I have a full, complete package on. Uh, I mean, maybe you don't know what that means. A full package. You put a package on, that means I'm loaded. Way too much to drink, as you could have already guessed. So, my mother-in-law is still thinking, looking at me. What are we doing? Where's, where are we going to go? She's been waiting on Alice. You know, she's been putting up with her, her son-in-law. It's nice, but it's not, you know, my family. Now, just so you know, at this point in time, it's not a new car, but I am driving a 1978 Ford Thunderbird. If you've ever seen one of those cars, they're really big. I mean, they're, they are a big car. Okay. 
So, again, my mother-in-law has never really seen me in this condition, let's just say. I'm pretty good at masking um, my drunkenness. At least in my opinion. I'm sure Alice would say something else. So, anyways, you know, Alice comes in and we're talking. And she's like, Max, have you been drinking? I said, yeah, yeah. My mother-in-law, she steps right up the plate and helps me out. Oh, yeah, he's he kind of deal with the bartender. You know, he's, he doesn't have to go up there very often. He's buying these pitchers of drinks. And Alice looks at me and looks at her mom and, okay, what's this all about? You're drinking pitchers of vodka and tonics? I'm like, yeah, it's been kind of rough and hot. And I should be eating. Alice's like, yeah, you should be. He's like, what's going on? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a full package on. She keeps watching me and watching me. She's like, yeah, you better go lay down in the back of the car. So, now remember, Alice is a maid of honor. She has responsibilities in this thing. The last, and I'm not in the wedding at all. I'm just an innocent bystander with a pitcher of vodka and tonics going down. And, you know, I'm trying to support my mother-in-law, right? Trying to be a nice guy and have, show her a good time. She's drinking Cokes or whatever. I don't know. Red wine. I don't know what she's drinking. But uh, she's not drinking vodka and tonics, I'll tell you that. So finally, Alice is like, yeah. Come here. I got five minutes. I'm taking you out to the parking lot. Like, what are we going to the parking lot for? I'm thinking, this might get interesting. No, not interesting at all because I'm, I need to be out of there not so I don't make a fool of myself and Alice and our family. Her family, I should say, not my family. So Alice takes me out. She's like, uh, all right, get in the car. I'm going to roll over. Get in the back seat. I'm like, okay, uh, what's this all about? It's like, you're drunk. You're gonna. I want you to stay here in the car. Just lay down and go to sleep. Say, all right. So she, like, like any designated driver of today would do, she puts me in the back seat. Says, lay face down. Hold your head out over the side of the seat. I now know that that's because if I puked, I wouldn't be laying in it, and there wouldn't cause problems. And I couldn't figure out why, but she kept saying, slide over to this way, slide over this way, slide over this way. I want you to put your feet out the window. So I had my knees bent and my feet, like, hanging out the window. And I'm like, you know, what's, what's happening here? Why is this going on? She's like, just don't move. Just lay there and go to sleep. So after the fact, after we go home and the next day, I find out that Alice was, had my feet sticking out of the window so she could see if I was still alive. I must have really been uh, a nice drunk, let's say it. You know, I had the entire package on. And Alice was a little, I guess she was a little worried about me. Um, that's why she had my feet sticking out of the window of a 78 T-Bird in the parking lot of a private club when Alice was the maid of honor and couldn't help me anymore. Let's just say Alice was not a happy camper. But on the upside, I never did throw up. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...